Welcome, welcome, welcome to Devori Darkens Live. Now, normally we do this in the morning, but we're going to have to do this in the evening today. Uh, we had a lot of special people I had to take care of this morning, which I enjoy. And so we're going to stay consistent here and show up for you because this show is about you, by the way. Now, first things first, as you guys may know, if you've been watching for quite some time, this is being recorded. So yes, you can go back and rewatch the replay visually. And if you want to listen to it, you can go over to Google or Spotify or Apple, whatever favorite streaming service you use, and you can listen to the episode there. Now that that's out of the way, the next thing to do is you guys got to get the likes up during this broadcast, okay? I'm showing up here for you. This is all about you. And there's other people just like you that needs to hear this message. So when we get the likes up, then what happens with the algorithm? They want to push it out and expose it to other people. So no matter if you're on YouTube or you're on TikTok, get the likes up during the broadcast. I will stop the broadcast again as a reminder not to be rude or play games with you guys, but I'm really serious about getting this out there. Okay, so there's that. Uh, number two, by the way, is um, because this is being recorded and stuff like that, we will give you an opportunity to call into the show. So if you've got a question you want to ask me directly, because I get a lot of questions during the show, okay? I got a lot of comments to read through. I don't always get to them. It's not very often that I do. So if you have a question and you want to ask me directly or you just feel the urge to want to talk it out, definitely go over to the YouTube channel, hit the link in the chat section, uh, and then we'll see you on Zoom. And I will announce when that is open during the show. So don't call in right now, obviously. Uh, now, the way we're going to do things as we're always improving this show, I'm going to start off with the affirmation for for the day. Okay, that's what I want to do moving forward. Every single time we have this show, I'm going to share an affirmation that you guys could take and use for yourself for the day. Then we'll get into the main topic of the show. And then after that, I'm going to share a reaction to something that's happened currently that you guys may all be aware of. So I'm going to do that every day. And then we'll get to your questions, and then that's the end of an amazing show, okay? So this is what we're here to do. We're, we're here to help you get what you want, okay? My name is Devory Darkins. I'm a specialist when it comes to the mind, okay? You want to figure out why you're not getting the results that you want in your life? It's in the mind. That's where it's at, okay? Most people are walking around, and they're stuck in a mental prison, okay? They have a mental disease, meaning they're in their head so much they're in a state of procrastination. They're not moving towards what they want. My job as a specialist is to help you, teach you, guide you, and hold you accountable uh, to going out there and getting the things that you want. And it starts in your mind. Now, one of the things I love starting with is step one of that process is helping you live your purpose because purpose is all about the thing you love to do. And when you have the emotion of love, oh, you're unstoppable at that point, right? Because everybody knows the power of love. Love is unstoppable. If you approach your life from a place of love, you're going to go out there and do whatever you want to do. Okay. So having said that, got all the you know information, the admin data out, out of the way. Uh, what's that affirmation? Well, I want to start this little ritual here with my number one affirmation I use every single day, especially if I start to feel the heat. 
Meaning if I start feeling like, oh my God, I got so much to do. I'm, I'm getting a little overwhelmed here. I might feel a little anxiety coming on. What is that affirmation I love using? So you guys may want to write this down. Now, by the way, I did not create these affirmations. Okay. I just used them. The affirmation goes like this. And it's something I write in my gratitude list. Uh, I am so grateful now that everything is working out for me. I am so grateful everything is working out for me. You know, if you were just to use that affirmation in the times that you really need something inspiring to hear, um, you're going to be better for it. This is my number one affirmation when I don't have the answers and doesn't seem like anything's showing up currently, even though it is, um, when it seems like things are taking a little long, but they're not. I always use this affirmation every single time. Because if I can't believe that everything's working out for me, um, how am I ever going to have the right attitude towards what I want to get in my life, right? Because things happen the way they're supposed to happen. And so this kind of segues into the topic of the day, which is the one thing, this one thing makes everything possible for you. You guys ever heard of the statement, all things are possible? You know why all things are possible? Because everything already exists, by the way whether non-physically or physically, it already exists, either exists in someone's mind somewhere or it exists already in the world. We know that already to be true. So having said that, why is it that all things are possible for you? How, how does that actually happen? What's that one thing that makes it so? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it boils down to your belief. Your belief in a thing is what creates the fact. Your belief in a thing is what creates the fact. This has been happening since the beginning of time. People say something's not possible. Well, somebody believes it is, and then they go do it. So you're no different. You're just as special as everybody else walking down the street. You absolutely can have the things that you want. It is possible. But you've got to believe. I mean, if you don't believe, you're done already. So the main topic today is really getting into in depth about this word called belief and where you really want to focus your attention on when it comes to belief, because most people don't have the right information when it comes to belief. They have surface level information. Let me give you some stuff that really gets it down there. Okay. So again, you guys, as you're watching this show, you want to get the likes up. If you're on TikTok, thank you guys for watching and following me. Uh, make sure you share this to the For You page because this show is all about you and helping you get what you want. And that starts in the mind. And one of those things in the mind is belief. Now, understand this. Where are we going to start? We're going to start where the problem really is. The problem is we didn't create our belief system. Somebody else did that. You guys have heard this probably multiple times already, but it cannot be said enough, meaning we have to truly start understanding that we did not create our belief system, that the things that we see, that we believe in, that we have a perception about is really not our own thinking. It was planted in us. Now, it really doesn't matter how it was planted in us, doesn't matter why, it just, that's the way the mind works. When you are a child, your subconscious mind is wide open. Your belief system is located in your subconscious mind. 
So as a child, because your subconscious mind is wide open, you don't have the ability to reject anything. You accept everything that comes your way, anything that you're exposed to. And for the record, for people who still don't get it, this is why young children, when you see them, they come home, they make a statement, they say a quote, they sing a song, they do a dance, and then their parents are standing there like, hey, where'd you get that from? I didn't teach you that. You're right. You didn't. They were exposed to it. And it doesn't take much. I mean, you guys could be at a stoplight. The window is down. The kid is in the car and the kid can hear the music from the other car. That's enough. Or the kid could see the billboard. And by the way, your subconscious mind sees everything that's happening. You may not see it with your eyes, but your mind is taking everything in. So as children, oh, it's it's just nonstop information coming in. So why do we want to understand that? We want to understand that because it explains why you do the things that you do and why you don't believe in yourself when you know you should and why there are people out there who make success look so simple and easy, it's because they believe in themselves. Now, there are areas of your life where you don't have a problem with belief. But then there are other areas of your life where you do have a problem when it comes to belief. So as I go through this and I work through this with you guys, think about yourself in your own circumstances. Think about the area of your life where you know your belief level in yourself needs to improve. And the belief system or the limiting beliefs, rather, in that area of your life need to change. They need to go away. So think about that as as we go through this. And to make sure you guys are paying attention, because again, I am not here for motivational reasons. I'm here to help you guys create change. I want you guys to start sharing what is the belief you want to incorporate in your life more. What is the belief you want to make a fact in your life? Put your answer in the comment section. What's a belief you really want to develop? What's a belief you really want to make a permanent in your subconscious mind? Share that answer. Share it in the comment section below. Now, as we talk about this problem of we didn't create our belief system and why it is a problem, well, let's go through it. Some of you guys right now, you're in relationships and it's not working. You know why? Because your belief system. Currently right now, what is happening to people is for the last 20 to 50 years, they've had false beliefs passed down as it pertains to relationships. Now, this can also happen because of some bad experience you had when you were a teenager. So why don't I start with my story, paint the picture, then it will resonate. So my story goes like this. When I was a child, I was sexually abused by my cousin. And as a result, I believed that I could not trust other people. I believed that people were bad. I believed that there was something wrong with me and I was broken. I believed in these things. You see, I didn't create my belief system. It happened as a as a result of my environment, what I was exposed to, right? I also believe, like I said, I couldn't trust people. That included uh, people in my relationships, intimate relationships, uh, work relationships, call it whatever you want. I was walking around with that type of belief system. 
and I had no uh, chance or I had no part in creating it. Okay. Now, where I did have a part in is changing it. And we're going to get into how do you actually do that. But as we talk about the problem here, the problem is people literally don't realize that the things they believe in is not what they chose to believe. It's what they've been programmed to believe. There's a huge difference in that. Huge difference. Now, I used to listen to certain type of music and watch certain movies um, when I was younger that would make me believe being this skin color was a problem in America. That because I'm this skin color, I must be different. There's something wrong. People are against me. I did used to believe that. I don't obviously believe that today, but why? Well, because if you just hear the conversations that are taking place, especially in music and in movies, and if you don't have anybody there giving you the context, you're just going to accept what you heard. You don't know any better. That's what happened to me. And by the way, for some of you guys, you might be a little uncomfortable with what I'm talking about. And that's okay, because that speaks to the level how deep rooted your belief system is. And it's not for me to tell you what to think and what your belief system should be. It's for me to tell you what the truth is, meaning whatever you believe in will become the fact. Whatever you believe in is what you'll experience. So even before we get into <clears throat> what is the best belief, what are some beliefs I should get rid of, before we even get to that conversation, you have to understand that it's your belief system that's causing you to experience the things that you do. So that, that's the root cause there. Okay. Now, again, I didn't have a, a part in choosing what my belief system was going to be. Uh, people did that for me. Uh, what I was exposed to did that for me. And then what happens is when we have these beliefs passed on to us or that we're exposed to things that create the belief in the first place, what happens after that? How does the belief come, uh, become so strong? Well, when you believe, like in my situation when I was a kid, oh, I must be different, you know, my skin color is different than everybody else. I must be, there must be something wrong with me, you know, other people might be better than me. All these dumb ideas you get as a kid. Well, guess what? Then you walk to school, a kid makes a stupid comment because they're immature and they're kids and kids say some of the stupidest things ever. What happens? Well, I'm already having the belief that I'm different. Then I hear this comment. Well, I might as well just go ahead and believe it 100% and make it out to be something that's really not. This is what happens. This is what happens. This is how the power of beliefs. Beliefs truly shape our point of view, our perception, our logic. It shapes our behavior and it shapes how we, how we act and, and what we experience in our lives. So it would obviously make sense that, hey, you know what? Maybe I need to look at my belief system and make some changes because you didn't create it. This goes back again. Why do you eat the food that you eat? Why do you practice the religion that you do? You ever think about that? 
Not necessarily because you decided to. Someone else did that. Somebody else did that, for the most part, generally speaking. Obviously, if you're a person that's been making your own choices recently, uh, you probably don't believe in certain things anymore, right? Because why? What did you do? You reevaluated your belief system and said, hey, you know what? That no longer makes sense. That no longer serves me. I'm over, I'm over that. I'm going on to this belief over here. Right? And we're going to get into that process here. But I can't say this enough. When's the last time you truly looked at your belief system and really started to think, man, where did that come from? When I'm coaching a client and they make a, a comment or an opinion or a perception about their situation that's negative, I always ask, where'd you get that from? Where'd you get that idea? Where'd you get that belief from? And every single time it's the same answer, like, oh, where did I get that from? Like, where am I, where am I getting this information from? You see, when people say, I can't do this or I can't do that, where are you getting that information from? You ever wonder that? Where am I getting this information from? Where am I getting the belief that I can't be successful? Where am I getting the belief that I'm not enough? Where am I getting the belief that I can't change? Where am I getting that from? What facts am I basing that on? What data am I using to come up with that conclusion? You'll find when you ask questions like that, you'll see they don't make sense. Most of the time, you can't even answer the question. That's how you know it's not your belief. Someone else gave you that. And sometimes parents doing the best that they can, they plant negative beliefs in their children from a place of fear. They're scared for their child. Because they're scared for, for their child, they say certain things. They use particular words that create limiting beliefs. I'll give you guys a great example. Money don't grow on trees. We can't afford that. We don't need that. And the child goes up thinking, the only way for me to make money is get a nine to five and trade my time for it. The parent doing the best that, that they can, of course, but because they don't understand the mind. You see, let me just, I'm going to go down a tangent because I really believe this is valuable for every one of you guys listening. If you're a parent out there and you don't understand the way the mind works, I can guarantee you've already programmed your kid to do some negative things. You've already got some limiting beliefs passed down to your child already. I can guarantee it. Now, that might sound discouraging, so let me turn it around and make it encouraging for you. You can change it. But it starts with you and your own belief system. Because see, children, they could change like that. They don't have a reason not to. They don't have life experience and conditioning to say, hey, you know what? That I don't I, I don't believe in that. Children will change fairly quickly. See, it's adults that need a little time to make the change. So the bottom line here is if you have if you're a parent and you have children, not only should you be paying attention to what we're talking about here, but you should absolutely be dedicating time to understanding yourself, understanding how your mind works. 
and the relation to you and your children and how you're programming them. This is why our decisions are so important in life. This is why our decisions are so important in life. See, when people young are not taking the time out to learn more about themselves, they go off, they have kids, and what happens? They're immature. They lack experience. They're not in control of themselves. So when they have children, what do they do? They lose control and they program the child to do the same thing. This is not my opinion. You guys could see this for yourself. You may have been a part of that. So as I digress, it all comes from a place of beliefs. What do you believe in? And where did you get that from? Have you chosen to sit down and create new beliefs? Beliefs that actually serve you, not hinder you. So let's, let's get into this process of beliefs and how do we start to change these beliefs and what, is the pro what does that process even look like? Well, the first thing is you need to become aware of how you're emotionally reacting to things. What gets you so triggered? What gets you so upset? Like when you get triggered and you lose control, it's because of a limiting belief. That's why. And I guarantee if we got down to the bottom of it, we, you'd realize, oh man, why do I believe in that? That's ridiculous. No wonder I'm getting ups uh, upset. Let's go back to my story. Why was I so bankrupt when it came to relationships? It's because I believed I could not trust people. I believed people were bad. Now, I had some data to go off of. Hey, my cousin uh, sexually abused me as a child. I mean, that's some good data right there, right? That's some justification on why I shouldn't trust people. But does he speak for everybody else in the world? He doesn't, right? And I had to start to understand that. That just because one person does something doesn't mean everybody does. That conversation right there is an example of reevaluating a limiting belief, questioning it. So the first thing we got to do, we got to become aware of what, what are we getting so triggered about? What do we feel so uncomfortable with? Like, for example, if you get triggered when people want to take pictures of you, there's a limiting belief there. You believe you're not worthy. You believe you're not beautiful. You believe you're not, uh, it's, it's selfish. You believe it's conceited to take pictures of yourself. Whatever it is, there's a limiting belief that causes you to feel so uncomfortable when someone wants to take a picture of you or if you want to snap a selfie. Okay. I Listen, I know this for a fact because I went through this myself. I used to think that social media was bad. Why? Because I had limiting beliefs. That's why. So the bottom line here, guys, 
is when you become triggered about something, it's because there's a limiting belief there. You have bought into something that is limiting. That's all it is. And your, your objective is to become very aware of what that limiting belief is and where'd you get it from. That's all you have to do. That, that's what you got to start doing. Now, hold on, guys. Hold on really quick. Okay. So that's what you have to do. If you're not aware of what triggers you, it'll just keep happening. Now, sometimes I get people in the comment section, they get triggered. They get upset. They make troll comments. They make negative comments. It's because they're buying into a limiting belief. That's why. That's why they get so triggered. And I, that's why I don't get into the business of trying to convince anybody of anything. Like, if that's what you believe, then that's why it's a fact for you in your life. But that doesn't mean it's a fact for me. We have to start to understand Whatever you believe in will be true in your own life. It doesn't mean it will be true for somebody else if they don't believe. That, that's the power of beliefs. So if that's the power of beliefs, we need to become very aware of our limiting beliefs. Do you understand how much heartache is caused because people are walking around with limiting beliefs that makes it doesn't make any sense. Let's go back to my story. If I believe in God and I believe I'm made perfect in God's image, why would I walk around with the belief that my skin color makes me less than other people? Or that other people are better than me because they're not. It doesn't add up on that. And this is just not me. I got clients who have the same issue. Well, when I walk in a room, people look at me. It's because you believe that you don't look like other people, that you stand out and you must be different. And people look at you and they think certain things. You're believing that. People could simply be looking at you because they really admire you. Did you ever give that a chance? Did you ever think that maybe people look at you because you're beautiful? I mean, you'd be, you'd be shocked at the stuff that we tell ourselves that makes no sense. Or what about can't people just look? What's wrong with that? You walk in a room, people are going to see you walk in. Why does it have to come? Why does it have to turn out to be something so dramatic? Why? Because a limiting belief is causing you to do that. It's causing you to see things from that lens, but it doesn't mean it's actually true. And nine times out of 10, if you go to the other person on the other side of the communication, you'll find that you are way off. This is, this is a real, this is, this is something that absolutely disrupts people's lives every single day. Not just people with my skin color, but people all over the world. Well, if I'm this religion, if I'm this skin color, if I'm this short, 
If I'm this skinny, if I'm this, you know, overweight, if I'm this tall, then I believe that people, you know, they won't like me or they'll think I'm stupid or I'm ugly or that's you doing that. That doesn't mean it has to be true for you. And we've got proof all over the place that says that. There's people who are tall, short, skinny, overweight, dark, light, yellow, purple, pink, call it whatever you want, freckles, red hair, doesn't matter, bald, that are super successful. So we can try to go and make excuses. We can make all the excuses in the world about, well, it's because, you know, I'm short or, you know, it's because of my skin color or it's because, you know, of this religion or it's because of so-and-so or it's because of the government. It's the system. It's, what we're doing is we're not taking responsibility for our own thinking. That's really what a person is saying when they do things like that. I'm not, I'm choosing not to take responsibility for my own poor attitude towards myself and life. I'm just going to put it on other people. That's really what's happening. Come on. We, we, we you guys, we got to wake up here. Responsibility is the key to freedom. Responsibility allows you to move forward. Responsibility allows you to make space for the things that you want in your life. This is why all things are possible when you believe. I mean, truly, when you take responsibility and say, hey, you know what? What I've been believing in obviously no longer serves me. I'm going to let that go and move on. I didn't know any better. Now that I do, I made a decision to move forward, let that stuff go. I mean, just that entire experience right there, you're going to have some new beliefs. You'd be surprised at how many people, I mean, this run, this runs deep. I'll be on a call. Uh, I do consulting for a business. I'll be on a call and we have uh, a fairly good group of people on the team, right? And so you'll always have that one person who's like, well, I don't know if we can. I don't think we, I, it's like, I don't think we can do this or we can't do that. And every single time it's like, it's like, oh my, why would you say those words? Like, if all things are possible, why would our initial reaction be, oh, I can't do that? Well, DeVore, you don't understand. That's the way things have always been. Right. Okay, got it. So, for the other person who just woke up this morning, did the opposite of the way things have always been and got success, we don't want to pay attention to that, right? Is that what you're saying? Like we are where we are as a civilization because people stop looking at, oh, this is the thing, this is the way that things have always been. That's a belief. 
And they started believing in what they wanted, the outcomes they were looking to achieve. And because they believed in it, it happened. And guys, this is very simple. I'm not saying anything new under the sun. But my question to you is, do you truly understand that in your heart? Are you walking around every day understanding the power of beliefs? Are you calling yourself out when your limiting beliefs start to get triggered? Are you developing new beliefs? What's on a scale of one to 10, what's your level of belief in yourself? So yeah, this may be simple. Yes, you may have heard of this, but what are the results saying? Do you really believe? So what we got to do is first become very observant of what gets us so triggered. Where do we start to say the words, oh, I can't do that. That's not possible. When, when we start saying words like that, oh, yeah, there's a limiting belief going. Oh, he can do that, but I can't. Oh, I'm not smart enough. See, guys, it doesn't make any sense. These are limiting beliefs. You did not create that. Somebody else did that to you. So we want to become very observant of those. Now, number two is what I've been doing. We need to question them. And that's why when I hear somebody say, well, I can't do, well, where'd you get that from? Well, what do you, you know, what are you basing that on? It's like, how many times are we going to really accept people saying the words, we can't do this, we can't do that, when we keep seeing people do the impossible? And I don't really like to use extreme examples, but they're just, they're popular examples. They're examples that, generally speaking, everybody is somewhat aware of. So I have to use them. People said it wasn't possible for Elon Musk to create a electric car and make a profit. Well, that's what they're doing now. It's the only car company that hasn't gone bankrupt. Well, okay, he can make electric cars, but look, he's still using the uh, uh, he's still using fossil fuels to make it happen. Okay, then he went and made a warehouse that runs off solar. Now what? Well, you know, we, we're, we're not going to be able to get, get into to space without the space shuttles. Well, then there's SpaceX. Well, we're not going to be able to offer internet in certain areas of the world. Then there's Starlink. I mean, guys, we could keep going. It's the power of belief. These organizations run off this belief. They got leaders in places where they believe you can't accomplish things like this and, and you don't believe as a team. It just isn't possible. We see this all the time, especially in sports. Why does the number one ranked team lose? It's because the team they went up against believed. It's It's illogical. That's not supposed to happen. But what we don't understand 
is just because on paper it says one thing, that doesn't mean that has to actually be true. Especially if we believe. Just because on paper you never got good grades doesn't mean you should believe you're stupid. It just means you didn't pay attention. You had no interest. That's all it really means. Your mind was somewhere else. But most kids out of high school, young adults, they're thinking there's something wrong with them because they don't get any good grades. I'll take I'll take it a step further. What what's happening right now? People go on social media, they see these highlights of success, they start comparing themselves to those individuals. Then what happens? They form limiting beliefs. Well, I don't have, I'm not making that money and I don't have those cars and houses. So that must mean I'm not good enough. That's what I start to believe because they're operating from a place of ignorance. They don't have the right information. Well, Devori, I tried to start this business and then it didn't work out. Uh, things fell through. So, you know, I'm starting to think that it wasn't meant to be and I probably shouldn't start any more businesses anymore. That's a limiting belief based on what? Just because it didn't work out the first time? I had a thing when I had a restaurant. When I, would, when I would go to make decisions that would change our operations or something like that or replace something on the menu or add something on the menu, it was never based off one situation. Like if a customer came in and they complained about something, I really wouldn't give it any attention. It was when 10 customers would come in and complain about something. Then it's like, okay. There, there's some data there. There's some facts there. We can use some numbers to support this decision. But most of you guys, you're out there believing in things with no data. You're operating with ignorance. Another thing, we wouldn't make changes unless we looked at the, the numbers. Not from one week, but what is, what is in a restaurant, what, what is 30 days telling us? What are some trends what are some patterns? We're using facts to help us make better decisions. This is what you know businesses should be doing, obviously. Um, but I digress. When people have situations occur in their life, they don't have enough information. So what do they do? They think the next logical step is just to give up. And they believe, you know what? That wasn't for me to do. I can't do it. Didn't work out. So, you know, and they truly believe that. And we shouldn't. We should not. We get to be the ones who's, who are creating the beliefs. We get to choose. You guys really want to see, and I talked about this already. You guys really want to see some people getting triggered? All you got to do is read the comment section. Read, read the comment section. I was on I was watching this guy on TikTok and he had this video where he was explaining um how how do you start a business with no money? Okay, he was like, "All right, how do you start a business with no money?" Now, obviously on TikTok, you only got like 60 seconds, right? You want to get to the point. So you can't give all the context in the world in a short amount of time. Anyways, he goes on to say, well, listen, if you don't have any money, that must mean you have all the time in the world. 
because we know the first step to earning money would be trading your time for it. So if you have no money, that means you haven't been spending your time. You haven't been doing anything. So he says, well, if you trade, if you have all this time, then what you could do is start doing things to go earn the money. Start using your time to earn the money. Then once you got the money, then you turn around and use the money to get your time back by hiring people. Now, in my opinion, this makes total sense. Being an entrepreneur for so many years and having businesses, this makes total sense. It's what every person should be aspiring to do is when you start a business, you should get it to a point where you can hand it off to other people to do certain things for yourself so you can get your time back. Makes total sense. However, this guy, he had like over a hundred comments of people telling him, oh, this is a scam. What do you mean? Well, I can't trade my time. Uh, I got a family. I can't do this. I mean, it was going on and on and on. And I couldn't help but leave a comment because I was just like, the comments section here screams lack and scarcity. Limiting beliefs are all over the place. Because when we start the sentence off with, I can't, you don't understand, that's not possible, what about this, what about, it's we're buying into what we can't do. Instead of saying, hey, you know what, I can do, or I can figure this out, there's got to be a way, how can I? So number one, you need to become aware of what you get so triggered about. Number two, you need to start questioning that belief. Where'd you get it from? What are you basing that on? What facts? What data? Then number three takes you to, well, what's the opposite of that? What should you believe in? Now, if you go back to my story, all people are bad. I can't trust anybody. Okay, where did I get that from? Well, I got it from because I was sexually abused. Okay, well, that makes sense. Okay, the belief doesn't make sense. I'm just basing it off that situation, but clearly that's a one-off. That's not a, a, a normal thing that happens. All right, well, now that I know that, what should I believe in? Well, I should believe that people are good, that I'm worthy, that I'm a good person, that it wasn't my fault. I should believe that God wants great things for me, that that's not something that happened to me and happened for me, and it made me a stronger person, and it allows me to do the things I'm doing today. That's what I chose to believe in, and that's why I am where I am today. It's just changing the story, guys. That's really what it is. So you see what the opposite is, as in you see what the limiting belief is. What would the opposite be of that? What's the polar opposite of that belief? That's where you want to bring your attention to. And that's where you want to start acting from that place. See, it's one thing to say you believe but to act that out is another conversation or another situation. Well, Devori, I believe, I believe that we should be positive. But then they're the first person to get all negative and break down. I believe I'm supposed to start the business. Six months later, they haven't started You see, you can walk around here and do all these affirmations and say you believe, but what are your actions saying? Because your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions need to be in alignment. You can't just say, oh, I believe I'm worthy. I believe I'm great. I believe I'm grateful and I'm loving. 
But then you don't act that way. You've got to connect the personal action with what you want. We were just going over that on Wednesday. Acting in a certain way. This would be one of the things that you should be doing. You have this new belief that you want to develop. You need to act that belief out. You can't just say it. That's not enough. You need to think it. You need to see it. You need to feel it. And then you need to act that way. That's that's the way it has to happen. But I think that's the disconnect with a lot of people out there is they're not doing the action. Like where it really counts. Like you could you could go to practice every single day, but if you don't show up to the game and play all four quarters, I don't know what you're expecting to happen. You got to get in the game. You got to play. You got to shoot the ball. You got to take risk. You can't just sit in your room, do affirmations, read books, and then think, oh, well, that's all I need to do. It'll magically appear. No, you need to put yourself in a position to receive what you're asking for. How do you do that? You got to take action. You got to act from those beliefs. Right? So, for example, one of the newest beliefs I developed this year was, you know what? I believe that I can acquire anything that I want. How do you act that out? Well, instead of looking for when it's going to happen, I don't do that anymore. I just expect it will. And that's what's been happening. You see, in everything that you're going through in your life, you could see if you're following this or not. Just look at your behavior. Are you acting like the person you want to become? Are you acting like you truly believe in what you said? If you really believe that it's your mission to go out there and start this business and help people with this particular service or product, when somebody rejects you, what's your response then? Is it, oh, see, I knew I shouldn't have been doing this. Or is it, you know what? Who gives a shit? I believe regardless. They don't believe. So who's the next person? It's a different mindset. You have to be relentless, persistent in this belief of yours. That's why today I gave you guys the affirmation of the day. I'm so happy and grateful now that everything is working out for me. Do you believe that? If you really believe that in your heart of hearts, there will be no reason for you to get worried and filled with anxiety about anything. Because your number one response every time would be what? Things are going to work out for me, so I don't need to know how. I don't need to worry about it. Th things are going to work out. Right? So, I mean, this is, this is the process that I'm taking you through to really help you guys with your beliefs. To help you get what you want, you must believe. Now, where do we get this information from? For the people that might still be on the fence. Devore, where are you getting your information from? I'll tell you. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. 
No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. No one, I actually haven't read this in a while, no one is ever defeated until defeat has been accepted by them as a reality. Now let's back up. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. How do we get ready to receive something? No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. Well, how do they believe that they can acquire it? Well, the state of mind must be belief. You must believe intellectually. You must believe on a subconscious level. And you must be practicing that with your actions. Right? I mean, that's, that's the way it's got to be. Think, things are going to work out for you. Are you acting that way? Or are you the person that panics, starts to hesitate, you start to get desperate, you try to force things, you try to rush? Doesn't work. Using the sports analogy, you'll fumble the ball every time. And that's what happens with people. You want to get yourself in a state of being relaxed, calm, and poised, and confident. You can't do that if you don't believe. So where other people are like, oh my God, the world's falling apart. You're more like, no, it's not. Oh, this is happening right now. Oh, this means something great is coming. There, there's an opportunity here. Where is that opportunity? What's the good in this? That's a belief in and, in and of itself. Again, this is why I'm not here to convince you of anything. Your belief in a thing will create the fact. That's all you need to know. And you can see this in your own results. When, where there are great results, meaning there's areas of your life that it's thriving, it's happiness, it's all good. Look at your belief system in that area. Then look at the area of your life where nothing's going your way. What's your belief system there? What's your level of belief on a scale of 1 to 10? That's how you know. That's how you know. So before we even get into strategy, what's the best book for me to read, Devori? What's the best affirmation? What's the best secret or the, the top hack to change myself and become more mode? Guys, there's no secret in this game of life. It's the fundamentals. You guys want to know what the fundamentals are? Let me let me go through them because that's what my whole thing is based on. Fundamentals are you got to have a purpose. You got to have an emotional reason. That emotional reason should be based on love. There's something that you love, something you love to do, something that you'd love to accomplish. You got to have a purpose. Principle number two, you need to have a vision for that purpose. When you say you love to do something, what does that actually look like? Then you need to set a goal. You need to set goals beyond where you are today. You need to set goals that scare you, that cause you to grow as an individual. These are just some examples. But these are fundamentals. That's why people are struggling. They do not know the fundamentals. 
If they know the fundamentals, they do not understand the fundamentals. People who are masters at what they do, they are a master of fundamentals. You got people out there trying to look for the advanced thing. You're not going to find it. The only cheat code, if one existed, would be you getting clear on exactly what you want, believing in it, and acting from that place. That's really the only secret there is because people just simply don't understand that. So it's virtually a secret. We just look at people's behavior, it would look like they don't, they've, they've never even heard of this. They've never even heard of the word belief. So although what we talk about on the show sounds very simple, oh, I've heard of that before, Devori. Oh, I read that in a book, Devori. That's great. I agree with you. But here's the punchline. What's, what does your results say? Does your outcomes and the results in the life you're living match what you know? I can guarantee for all of us it doesn't. There are certain areas of our life where there's a huge gap. You know what you should be doing, but you don't do it. Belief. You don't believe. There's some limiting beliefs getting in your way. So although I don't really like getting all the way down to the nitty gritty with the different areas of people's lives, because it's the same principle all around. It's what you believe in. When it comes to relationships, if you believe that women are bad, that's all you'll ever experience. If you believe that men are bad, that's all you'll ever experience. If you believe children are a headache and they're a burden, that's what you will experience. If you believe people can't be trusted, that's what you will experience. Let's go to health. If you believe your health can't change, that's what you'll experience. If you believe food won't impact your body, that's what you'll experience. If you believe that the conditions that you have from a health point of view, you always have them, you'll always have them, that's what you will experience. If you believe you can't be successful in business, that's what will happen. You see, I can go on and on and on, but the, it still comes back to the primary question here. Do you actually understand? What does your behavior say? What does the results say? Does it really say that you truly believe at a subconscious level what, what we're talking about here? Do you truly believe in you? That's what makes things, all things possible. You do. Your belief in a thing makes it possible. Some of you guys are out there thinking, oh man, I don't, I don't think I could change. That's what you believe in. I don't believe that. I believe anybody can change. Will they change? That's another conversation. But can they change? Absolutely. People change every single day. There's 8 billion people in the world. Even if just one person did it, that means it's possible. That means it's possible. So whoever you are, wherever you are out there, you're listening to this, you're watching this, 
if you're thinking for a second that you can't do something, you can't go after that dream, that fantasy, that goal, the new business, the new job, a better relationship. If you're believing that you can't do that, I'm here to tell you, um, you're right because that's what you believe. But let me tell you something. Someone else who's in the same position as you chose to believe the opposite and got an opposite result. I'll leave it right there. I think you know what to do with that. But that requires a decision. Always go through this. You got to make a decision to want to change your belief system. You have to want to. Just doesn't, it's not, you're not going to do it just because it sounds good. It's motivating. I want to change my belief system. No, 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 no. You, you've got to have something that you're really fed up with. You, you got to, you got to have something that you really have a desire for. It just isn't, you're just not going to change your beliefs just because. Some of your beliefs are so deep rooted. And some of your beliefs are based on your culture. That's another strong one right there. Well, this is the way our family does everything. This is what we do. I mean, guys, we see this all the time. Just because your family has been doing it doesn't mean it's right. Just because your parents said so doesn't mean it's right. That's why everyone has an intuition. That's why everybody knows the feeling of conflict inside, where you feel like you're going one way and then another way. Why? Because you're fighting with your conditioning. You've been conditioned to do things in a certain way, and your spiritual side, the side where God wants to express himself through you, is trying to be like, no, we need to go this way. But your beliefs are like, no, 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 we need to go this way. That's why we feel like there's a war going on. And so this is what we got to understand. How does our, our mind work? How do beliefs work? How do we change a belief? Because if we want to get to where we want to go, we're going to have to change. If you want to get to where you want to go in life, you're going to have to change. What's one of those things you need to change? You need to change your belief system. Your belief system is causing you to have your own point of view, your perception, your way of doing things. And as far as we can see up to this point, it's not getting you the results that you want. So why not just make a decision to start changing your belief system? How do we do that? Step number one is you need to reevaluate your belief system. Pay attention to your limiting beliefs. How do you negatively react to things? Step number two, start going into questioning mode. Why do you believe in that? Where did you get that information from? Who told you that? What happened in the past that caused you to believe in that? You'll find through asking those questions, it doesn't make any sense, which leads to step number three, form the opposite belief. What should you believe in instead? That's how you change beliefs. So now that I've given you guys all the tea, what are your questions? What are your questions about changing your beliefs? I want to know. What are your questions? Put them in the comment section. What questions do you have about changing your beliefs? And if you want to ask me directly, you're going to have to go over to YouTube and hit the link there. 
and I will I will put you in. So what what are your questions? What are your questions? Oh, by the way, I'm supposed to do the reaction of the day. The reaction of the day is Queen Elizabeth um, transition today. She's gone. And you know what, guys? You know how somebody lives to be 92 and has her level of impact? It's because she lived her purpose. So I talk about every single day. My first principle when I coach people is, what's your purpose in life? She lived her purpose. There are a lot of people that don't agree with the things that she's done. There's a lot of people who do agree with the things that she's done. But one thing that we all across the board, unanimous, uh, all across the board can agree with is that she served her purpose very well all the way to the end. My question for you is, will you end up doing that? What will people say about you when you're gone? This is what purpose is all about. You know, you're going to have people that they got their, they, they got their stuff they want to say about her now that she's gone. You know, you're going to have those people come out. They just have to say something bad. They just have to. But you're also going to have a lot of people who say, hey, you know what? I remember the time when she was in the jungle and she was very young and she came to see us and she really didn't have to do that, but she did it anyway and she made us feel good. You're going to have a lot of people saying stuff like that because that's what she was doing before she became the queen, by the way. So, guys... People like that who live so long and were involved in so many lives, you got to understand something. They serve the purpose. My only question, my reaction to all that is, man, did you serve your purpose? Guys, we could say this the same thing about Princess Diana. She served her purpose. People get so upset and sad that she was gone so early. But you know why you should not be sad and upset that she was gone so early? Because she lived the hell out of her purpose all the way to the end. She stayed true to herself. She didn't buy into what everybody was trying to tell her to do. She lived her purpose. Question is, are you going to do the same? Are you going to do the same? That's my reaction today. Good for her. I hope everybody lives to be 92. And that the 92 years, people will remember, hey, I remember so-and-so Oh, yeah, they they did that for me. They didn't even have to, but they did it anyway. Hey, that person, oh, they changed my life. Like, you want to be that teacher that you experienced when you were in elementary school, middle school, that you will never forget because they made such a positive impact on you? That's how you want to be with everybody you come into contact with. When people come into your world and they communicate with you, you want to make sure you leave them better off than you found them. You want to be that person where they say 20 down, 20 years down the road, hey man, I remember that conversation I had with you. Oh, you, you, you helped me so much. You don't need to be a mentor or coach to accomplish this, people. You need to be yourself. You need to serve your purpose. Everyone has one. Generally speaking, our purpose in life is to expand, to grow, to help 
all of us advance. And we do that by helping each other with our own unique talents. And we become very, uh, I would say, obsessed about it, especially when we understand the legacy we want to leave behind, meaning how do we want to be remembered? You know, this, this goes back to Kobe Bryant. All the people that died on his helicopter. Now, people can sit there and argue, but why was he flying in those conditions? You know, that wasn't safe to do. And you're absolutely correct. But one thing that we can all agree on is Kobe Bryant served his purpose as well. He gave everything he got on the court. He went out all the way to the end. My question for you and my reaction to her passing away today, are you going to go all the way out to the end? Are you going to give it everything you've got until it's all said and done? Will you do that? Instead of you slowing down the older you get, will you speed up the older you get? That's just a different way of living. And I think, in my opinion, that's the only way to live. I don't think our, our, our jobs are to just slow down, play it safe. I don't think so. I just I just don't see it that way. But that's just me. That's my own personal belief. All right. Getting to your guys' questions. Your questions answered. All right. Let's bring it in. All right. Let's see here. All right. Let's see, what do we got? What are you guys working with tonight? What are your questions? All right. Oh, I love I love the affirmations, by the way. Uh, my belief that I can be successful in my business, absolutely. Hey, Mike, <laughs> Mike T. Thank you. I appreciate the comment. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. I got to get through all these comments to get to the questions, right? There we go. All right. Okay. So I know I I really am just not financially ready. So what I would do in your situation is I would start believing that you're getting financially ready. I'm going to find a way to visually draw this out one day because what you're saying physically, absolutely, you're right. But we do not want to use our physical senses to think for ourselves, meaning we don't want to see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. We don't want those senses to decide what we're going to think about, what, what we're going to believe. 
So one way or another, you need to work yourself to the statement, I am financially ready. How do you get there? Maybe just start with, I believe I'm getting financially ready. That feels so much better than just saying I'm not financially ready. A huge difference. The words we choose to use is everything. What do you think about motivation? Motivation is a side effect. It's not something you depend on. It's temporary. I tell people sometimes that the analogy here is motivation is the gasoline that you put in your vehicle, in your car. Um, obsession is the fuel that they put in rockets that go to space. There's no comparison, obviously. Uh, why am I always depressed? Well, what are you thinking about? It's what you're thinking about that's causing your depression. I've helped people. I've helped so many people that, that have come to me and said, Devori, I have depression. 30 days later, oh yeah, I don't have depression. Because it's, it's, it's your thinking. It's your thinking that's causing you to do that. When you don't understand something, you immediately go into what we would call doubt and worry, which are negative ideas. Well, negative ideas that you keep repeating with repetition will turn into the emotion called fear. Well, fear, because that's negative emotion as well, and it's going to start going into your body, will turn into anxiety. And anxiety turns into depression. One of the most people to explain this process would be Bob Proctor. One of the best, if not the best, in explaining it. So... The more you keep thinking about your unstable environment, the more worried you get. The more worried you get, the more scared you become. And it just keeps going. So what you want to do is start thinking about the opposite. You need to change the way that you see your environment. Now, I don't know your story. I don't know... Are you married? Are you are you a teenager? What's your what's your deal? What's your situation? Because that also will dictate my response on this, but generally speaking, you need to change the way you see things. Let's see here. Okay, so it's all in the mind, but how do you get your mind ready? How do you train your brain to think? That way, I think, is what you meant to say. How do you get your mind ready? You don't get your mind ready. You just do it. You're, you're not your mind. You have a mind. You have an intellect. You're not an intellect. You have an intellect, meaning you can change it. Whatever you want, meaning it just starts with one idea at a time. So if it's all in the mind, how do you train your brain to think differently? You have to start getting educated on the process. Okay. 
How many times have you guys been scrolling through on social media and you read a quote that was very inspiring, very motivating, felt really good, or you heard someone talking and they were like, yeah, you should have a better attitude. You should do this. But then you leave and you're thinking, well, how do I do that? I know I should do that, but how do I do that? Well, the how in doing that would involve you educating yourself on the way that your mind works. Now, here is an explanation in 60 seconds or less. Thoughts cause feelings. Feelings cause actions. Actions leads to the results. So if you think negatively, you feel negatively. If you feel negatively, you'll act negative. You act negative, you get negative results. And the opposite is true. Positive thought leads to a positive feeling. Positive feeling leads to a positive action. Positive action leads to a positive result. That's one. Number two. Okay, so here's the second masterclass in 60 seconds or less. Part number one is you have a conscious mind. This is where you think. The second part of your mind is your subconscious mind. This is what just executes whatever ideas that are given to it. It's what's running your behavior on autopilot. The actions... You don't have any control over that. That's your subconscious mind doing that. So how do you change all that? Well, it starts with just thinking differently, as in focusing on something positive. Now, let me just get to the nitty gritty. Let's not even go the scientific way, because you really, it doesn't, you don't need to know that to make a change. What you need to do is just commit yourself to doing one action every day. That action is a gratitude list. If you just did gratitude every single day and you wrote it out and you really got into the spirit of it, your life will absolutely change. No question. And so what do you write down in a gratitude list? You write down what you're grateful for. Then you write down what you're grateful. Uh, you, you want to be grateful for what you want. So I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful for my family. I'm also grateful for my successful business. I'm grateful that I'm living my dream life. I'm grateful that I love myself unconditionally. I'm grateful that everything has turned around. Because you would feel grateful if you had those things. So it's not about getting your mind ready. It's just about making decisions to just start focusing on more positive things. You're very correct. You just described what I do. It makes sense. I am engaged and working 27-year-old. Okay. So if you're engaged, you're working, and you're 27 years old, you're absolutely creating this depression. And so what you've got to do is start looking at the good in your, in your environment. When you say unstable environment, what are you now what are you really talking about? Are you talking about financially? Are you talking about your job? Are you on the verge of being laid off? Well, what do you mean exactly? Because that would be my follow-up question. You see, everything that you guys are going through is preparing you to do what you're going to do in the future. Just understand that. Nothing's happening to you. It's happening for you. It's guiding you to where you need to go. Now, that is a belief in and of itself. You don't have to believe in that. I choose to believe in that. And I have seen in my own life how that has served me so well. I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't believe in that. Just trust me on that one. Parents, drug addicts, sexually abused as a child, bullied in school, 
Mom passed away in high school. Had to live on my friend's couch. Went off to the military. Never learned how to be a man until later in my life. Guys, I can tell you all the stories in the world. But it always comes down to the same thing. I had to change my belief system. I needed to get the right information. I needed to get a mentor. I needed to understand myself and my mind. That's what really changed it for me. There's no secret sauce. It's just straight up fundamentals all day. Fundamentals are, do you have purpose? Why are you waking up in the morning? You have a vision and a goal. Where are you going? What are you focusing on? What are you working towards? Your self-image. Are you acting like the person you want to become? Do you see yourself as that person? Your belief system. Are you developing new beliefs and getting rid of old ones? Your habits. Are you forming better behaviors and getting rid of destructive ones? What is your action plan? What are you doing exactly every day to get closer to your goal? Specialized knowledge, fundamental thing here. Are you working with experts? This goes back to, are you working with a mentor? Do you have a coach? What are you doing? Why are you trying to DIY your life? Don't do that. But that's what people do. And nine, which I love doing, is journaling what you want. Writing it down every single day and thinking about it. All right. So you're engaged. You're 27. You live in a tiny room with four other people. And you work on the floor. Now, I don't know if you are, because I can't understand your username, so I don't know. Okay, before I say anything, let me ask this question. Are you in America? Or are you in another country? I want to I wanna at least give you that. I want to know. Are you in America or are you in another country? Please let me know. Now, get this. It doesn't even matter. Even if you are in that situation, you can change it. You can get to where you want to go. It is possible. You just got to believe. But maybe the question for you is, what do you believe in? Meaning, are you clear on the outcome that you want? Are you clear on where you want to go? Or is that vague? On a scale of 1 to 10, maybe your clarity level is a 3. That ain't going to cut it. You need to get that clarity level up to an eight at least. You need to be very clear on what you want. And you have to really want it. You got to feel some emotion about it. Every day we see this. People who were homeless. People who were drug addicts. Uh, people who went to prison. We see this all the time. They turn their lives around. They get what they want. It's no different here. But they are very clear on what they wanted. That's why it happened. I'm just using some extreme examples. But my question would be, yeah, what country are you from? Where is this happening exactly? So 
So as we wind down, wind down today's show, let's go back to what I was reading. Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. And remember this one? He even says it. Remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity, than is required to accept misery and poverty. Some of you guys are walking around accepting that BS mindset of poverty. I can't do this. We don't need money. Money's bad. I'm always going to be poor. You got to get that out of your mind. You got to be straight up with yourself. I will not accept poverty into my life. Especially if you have kids. Should be doing that. Uh, favorite chapter in that book? Favorite chapter? Oh, oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I'll tell you what my favorite chapter is. It used to be auto-suggestion. It's decision. Decision is my favorite chapter because I'll tell you what. None of these principles are going to happen unless you make a decision. And I'll read you my favorite stuff here. Accurate analysis of over 25,000 men and women who had experienced failure disclosed the fact that lack of decision was near the head of the list of the 30 major causes of failure. This is no mere statement of a theory. It is a fact. Procrastination, which is the opposite of decision, is a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. Analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions promptly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. People who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. Let me cap this off. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs, I can't help I just love that. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs. He did not write that by accident. Sufficient for their needs. He's not in this sentence talking about getting rich at this moment. He's just talking about the bare minimum just to pay for your essentials to get by in life. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally in easily influenced by the opinions of others. This is why caring what others think, that's the worst thing you could do to yourself. You don't need people's approval. You don't need validation. You don't need any of that. You need to make a decision. They permit the newspapers and the gossiping neighbors to do their thinking for them. Opinions are the cheapest commodities on earth. If you are influenced by opinions of others, you will have no, no desire of your own.
That's why he says you have a mind of your own. You need to use it and reach your own decisions. Some of you guys are faced with a decision right now and you're procrastinating. Here's your wake up call. Stop procrastinating because you know what you're doing to yourself when you procrastinate. You're not acting like the person you want to become. That's why you don't get the results. When you make a committed decision, meaning you're going to do it regardless, in that moment, you're acting like the person you want to become because that person would have made that decision. It's that simple. But as Bob Proctor would say, totally misunderstood. <laughs> this is why now you guys got me going on a tangent here. This is why the next following chapter is not by an accident. It's on purpose. It's called persistence. The sustained effort necessary to induce faith. You see, you go to make a decision. You know you're going to have to stay committed and do this regardless. You know how you keep that up? You exercise persistence. You make persistence a habit. You're going to need this if you're going to develop new beliefs because you're going to get challenged. You're going to have some obstacles, some rejections, some things are going to come in and your old belief is going to try to come up and tell you, oh, yeah, see, I try to tell you this, th that doesn't work. We can't do that. That's where persistence is so key. You see, even though that happens, you still continue to think your own truth, regardless of appearances. This is why he writes, there may be no hero connotation to the word persistence, but the quality is to the character of man what carbon is to steel. Steel is nothing without carbon. A character of a person is nothing if you don't have persistence. You will not accomplish anything of any consequence if you're not persistent. You'll give up as soon as something bad happens. As soon as resistance hits, you're done. That's a person who lacks persistence. This is why the prerequisite to persistence in your life is a committed decision. You got to have it in your mind. You're going to do it regardless. The majority of people are ready to throw their arms up and their purpose overboard and give up at the first sign of opposition or misfortune. A few carry on despite all op opposition until they attain their goal. This would be the likes of Thomas Edison or Henry Ford or Elon Musk. Did you know Elon Musk slept in his own factory for over a year? Most people don't know that. I mean, he's, he's said it publicly plenty of times, but I don't think people really pay attention. I think they pay attention to the highlights. But the details are why that company is where it is. The owner of the company slept in the factory with the engineers for over a year. Every day. Think about the sacrifice involved in that. Persistence, people. Persistence. He goes on to say, the building of a fortune generally involves the application of the 13 uh, principles in this book. But these principles must be understood and they must be applied with persistence. It's not good enough for you guys just to come on here and just say, you know what, this is great information. You need to apply this in your life like you're obsessed. Like you are obsessed. 
you're here watching me or listening to this replay right now because I'm obsessed. I've been at this for years. You wouldn't be here if I wasn't obsessed. I've heard so many people tell me no. So many people say, hey, man, you don't know what you're talking about. So many people blow me off. So many people say, hey, you know what? I don't believe in what you're saying. That sounds like a bunch of woo-woo. But you're here watching right now. Why? Because I didn't quit. And I won't quit. I'd rather die than quit. Really, I, I rather would. Like, it's just, that's one of the lessons I learned from my mother. I'll tell you that, that much. She never quit. And if there's anything you could take from today's life as, as it pertains to all things are possible, what is that one thing? Your belief? You got to believe that as long as you don't quit, you will get what you want. But quitting is not an option. You cannot quit. Lack of persistence is one of the major causes of failure. Moreover, experience with thousands of people have proved that the lack of persistence is a weakness common to the majority of people. It is a weakness which many must overcome by effort. The ease with which lack of persistence may be conquered will depend entirely upon the intensity of one's desire. The starting point of all achievement is desire. See, you got to want it. You got to be obsessed. You got to fall in love. You fall in love with something, you won't have a problem with persistence. That's why beliefs are so important. If you don't believe, it ain't going to happen. That's why you got to fall in love. You got to have a purpose. You got to have a reason to believe. And you start to believe emotionally in your heart, the discipline, the persistence, the motivation, the inspiration, all that stuff will take care of itself. You won't have a problem with that. I don't have a motivational problem when I do this stuff. When, when I do these shows, guys, I've been doing a show like every single day for the past month and a half or so. I don't have a motivational problem. I don't have a discipline problem. I do what I'm supposed to do. Do I always do it the best? Do I fall short sometimes? Of course. But as far as lacking motivation, um, allowing limiting beliefs to stop me, doesn't happen. I'm so obsessed with this stuff. And that's, I'm saying this to not talk about myself. I'm talking about you. You've got to be obsessed with the life you want to live. That's where you got to get, you just got to get yourself there. That's why I'm doing these shows. Inspiring you guys to take action, to truly believe. I love your lives. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't believe in failure anymore. That's good. Yeah. I love your lives. They make me want to make a decision and move forward. Just make a decision. Make a decision. So I'm going back to that original question. Um, I'm from Africa. I'm in Cape Town. 
the only thing you should be focusing on if you're in that situation is what is your plan to get out of it? Are you clear on when you get out of this situation where you want to go? If you start to focus on that and see that in your mind and you keep seeing it and you start to believe in it because you feel the emotion of having it, you will attract it to yourself. The opportunity, the job, the money will come and you will get out of that situation. But you got to believe in that. I, it's just not enough. It's not enough for me to say these things. You've got to believe it and accept it without a doubt. Uh, let's see here. Yep, you got to make a decision. Got to make a decision. Exactly. You don't need to worry at all. Just get rid of the worry. Even you being in the situation you're in right now, things have still worked out for you, haven't they? You're still alive. You're still making things happen. You're still waking up, experiencing life. Things have been working out. So this is why it goes back to what do you believe in? That's, that's the power here. What are you choosing to believe in? All right. We're going to go full screen here. And we're going to wrap this show up. So how do we end this? Well, what are you choosing to believe in differently to get to where you want to go? See, next time you come across an idea on social media and your limiting beliefs are like, oh, this must be a scam. Ask yourself, why do you believe in that? When you start hearing yourself tell yourself, oh, I can't do that. Why do you believe in that? Where are you getting that from? When you start saying things like, oh, well, as soon as I get more money, then I will change my life. Where are you getting that from? Why not do it now? I, I, you should ask yourself these questions. We already went over the process of changing your belief system. I've given you guys my affirmation of the day. I'm so happy and grateful things are always working out for me. And I did a reaction to Queen Elizabeth II passing away. And I think the biggest takeaway, we're going to end it here, is for however many years you have left on this earth, are you going to speed up and go all out? Or are you going to settle? Or are you going to conform? The difference is the people who speed up, they have a purpose. They believe. So I want you to think about that tonight. Do you believe? Do you have a purpose? You do have one, but do you know what it is? Are you planning to speed up and expand and grow and stretch yourself? Or are you out there playing it safe? Regardless of which way you choose, understand something. You're making that your own truth. So when the results come... You can't be mad. It's a choice that a person makes. They can choose to play it safe and conform and slow down. Or they can choose to speed up, grow, and expand. Choice is yours. But as they say, choose wisely. Right? 
All right, everyone. 